0: So grab a coffee, relax and join me for 15 minutes of freelancing fun. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Of the podcast would be appropriate. Can you hear that? I'm just kidding. I'm not going to whisper for 15 minutes, don't worry. (laughs) If you know, you know. (laughs) If you don't know what ASMR is, I'm going to let you Google that yourself so you can enjoy that particular YouTube rabbit hole. It's something I have playing in the background when I'm working, when I need a little bit of background buzz just to keep me focused. So enjoy that. You're welcome. But onto today's topic, it is kind of a serious one. Uh, lately, I've noticed that lots of folks in the freelance community and everyone, to be honest, have been struggling a bit with burnout and feeling a bit stressed and just kind of not themselves. So I want to talk a little bit about some strategies for dealing with stress and workload and freelancer burnout. ASMR optional, of course. <laughs> so what is burnout? What are we talking about here? How do you know if that's something that might be affecting you? And there are some common signs of burnout. I think probably a lot of us can imagine what that is and maybe we've experienced it ourselves. It's maybe feeling exhausted, preoccupied with your work, maybe a lack of motivation, maybe struggling to focus and concentrate, feeling grumpy or cynical, maybe more than usual. Maybe there's a bit of slipping performance and Finding that things are not kind of in the flow as they normally do. For me, it feels a bit like you're kind of hitting a wall and just really needing a break. It's not something that I deal with very often, thankfully. I have experienced stress at work in the past, um, in previous kind of full-time employment jobs before I was self-employed, where... There there was a period of time where there was just so much to do. I was working on very high profile projects. There was a lot riding on it and it really needed to be done well and no details could be missed. Uh, so that meant working very long hours and just kind of a lot of pressure. In that situation, um, I ended up changing jobs. But ironically enough, the job that I switched to was the complete opposite. It was very quiet. There was not really much of an intellectual challenge and the work was just not really fulfilling and that was a different kind of stress and that was really part of the reason why I chose to become a freelancer in the first place it was that idea of being able to decide what I work on and getting to choose the projects that I do and the people that I work with and the hours that I work both when and for how long for the most part anyway obviously it doesn't always go to plan but that's the goal isn't it But sometimes the things that we love about working for ourselves are also the things that make it a real challenge. You know, you're responsible for everything. You make all the decisions yourself. You're doing all or most of the work yourself. And one of the pitfalls of freelancing is wanting to say yes to everything or wanting to be flexible and helpful and we can just end up with too much on our plates can't we or maybe we have deadlines that are just a bit too close for comfort or we find ourselves picking up the slack for other holdups in the project workflow and we shouldn't do that should we but we often do. And when that all gets too much, we can end up feeling burnt out. We're exhausted, a bit grumpy, a bit stressed out, just really not feeling like ourselves. And I think a lot of us have felt this, particularly this year. So I mean, that can happen at any time, but this is last year has just been something none of us have experienced before. Obviously, I know we've heard that a million times on top of the usual work challenges. We've got all sorts of new pressures. Maybe you're working from home and you didn't do that before. For a lot of freelancers, we did work at home. So that wasn't really a new experience. But, you know, it's different when you're forced into it or you don't feel like you've got the choice. Maybe you have a partner at home who isn't normally there. Maybe you have kids at home who obviously would normally be at school. Maybe there are changes in the volume of work, whether you've got more work than normal, which might be nice financially, but a bit stressful in terms of getting it all done. Maybe you have less work than normal, which is causing financial stress. Maybe you're trying to do more marketing because you want to make sure you keep your name out there. Uh, maybe there's no real change in environment. Well, not maybe, that is a fact, isn't it? (laughs) Limited social life, meaning that your work and weekends are kind of blending into one and the weekend just feels like a giant two-day lunch break, to be honest. (laughs) Maybe you're feeling a bit of that scarcity mindset creeping in and feeling like you need to say yes to more projects because you're not sure what's around the corner and I've definitely felt like that. To me, it definitely feels like During the first part of the pandemic, so kind of around this time last year, we were sort of running on high adrenaline. We weren't sure what was happening or how long it would last. We were kind of all pulling together and really wanting to do the right thing. And I know we all still want to do that, but you know, it's been a year, it's hard, right? Um, I think our adrenaline is kind of running out now. Um, I did find myself feeling a bit burnt out just before Christmas, so I thought it would be helpful to do I'll just speak a little bit about how that felt and some of the things that I'm trying now to just avoid that happening again, and maybe those things will help you. So yeah, I thought I'd, I'd share what I'm up to. Really for me, it was just having that whole year without a proper break. Obviously, the stress of being in pretty much continuous lockdown, worrying about relatives getting sick and being confined to one place and having such limited social contact, it just left me feeling so tired and I found myself just before Christmas not really feeling like I had the same energy to keep showing up and I just felt like I needed to rest a lot more than usual and didn't feel like myself. Usually I'm pretty good at um, managing my stress and balancing my workload and you know I read all these self-development books but when it came down to it I was like is this actually working? And maybe you relate to that. So I thought I would share what I'm doing now to try and manage some of those feelings now that I've come through the other side of it uh, so that I can avoid that kind of feeling of stress when it starts to bubble up. So here are some things that I'm trying. The first is to try and build in some more space around projects so normally when I work with new clients we'll talk through what the plan is for the project and I'll give a rough timeline for it and for the the, the kind of projects that I do usually it's the same kind of work that needs to be done in the same timeline so I know what that's going to be Now I'm trying to just build an extra few days or an extra week just to kind of manage their expectations about when the work will be done. And it gives me a little bit more breathing room. So if I feel like I need to just take an afternoon off or just need a little bit more thinking time, I've got that and I don't need to panic. And to be honest, I think clients welcome this too because everyone's in the same boat. And on that, I think the next thing is about trying to have more compassion For yourself and for others Uh, I think it's important to know when if you're feeling stressed out or a bit grumpy is that you or is it them you know have they really done something that was uh you know something that they shouldn't have done or something that they said or are you just kind of at the end of your tether and maybe taking it a bit more harshly than it was intended so I think we need to have more compassion for ourselves and others don't beat yourself up allow yourself that extra flexibility and space around projects um you know we're all going through something I'm trying not to swear (laughs) um I think we just need to be kind to ourselves and let things not be done are there things that you can prioritize maybe make a list of three things that you must get done today and that will count as a win or even one thing what's one thing that you can get done today and you'll feel like you know you can take that off your to-do list so that's the second thing having more compassion and letting things just not be done if they're not essential. The other side of that though is kind of a bit of tough talk sometimes we do just have to do it so you know we talk about saying it's okay not to be okay have some compassion give yourself that extra space but ultimately you are still running a business so you do still have to show up even if you don't feel like it and make some progress. Once you get started the work starts to flow often you know if you're a writer maybe just write one sentence and see where you get to what's one really small thing that you could do there are two great books that i would recommend on this front that might help which you may have heard of before the art of war and turning pro by stephen pressfield i'll put the links into those into the show notes for those those are really great books for helping you just kind of shift your mindset a bit and thinking I don't want to wallow in these feelings. I'm not talking about you know serious mental health issues here. I'm talking about when you're just feeling like work is getting a bit much and your energy and enthusiasm are dropping. You kind of just need to do it and you just need to sit at your desk and just get something done. So those books I find are really helpful for reframing how you might think about that on those lower days. The next thing that I, I usually try to do, I've been doing this for a couple of years and it's worked out really well, but to be honest, during the pandemic it was a little bit harder to stick to. And I think that's probably why I started feeling a bit stressed out towards uh, Christmas So I'm definitely making a huge effort to get back on track with this. It's theme days. And I will do a longer episode on this because there's kind of a lot in it and I'm sure you'll have questions, but essentially it's about getting out of the habit of context switching where you jump from one task to another. So instead of having a call with a new client and then jumping into a bit of client work and then maybe jumping onto social media to reply to comments and then thinking, oh, I need to update my free agent transactions instead of that you block out chunks of time to focus on one kind of task and maybe batch those things together so your brain stays in that mode of work so theme days involve setting aside uh, an entire day for a particular type of work and then you only do that kind of work and then you come back you don't do that work on any other day until the next week when it's the theme day returns so for me that means Mondays are for creating content for myself, so I won't do anything apart from creating content for, you know, blog posts, the podcast, social media posts, all that kind of thing. Tuesdays and Wednesdays are all client work, so I won't do anything else on the business apart from client work on those days. Thursdays are the days where I try to make all my calls so I'm kind of in the mode of talking and talking about my business and all that kind of thing because I find calls take quite a lot of energy for me when I do them all together it's much easier and Fridays are what I call freedom days (laughs) and therefore doing the admin and maybe training courses catching up on finance all of that kind of thing So sometimes I switch those around depending on what's going on. You've got to be realistic about what your client deadlines are and that kind of thing. Uh, So sometimes I switch around or I might just have theme hours or a half day for example. So you can be flexible with it obviously but maybe that's something that you could think about. As I say I'll maybe do another episode on that with a bit more detail. The next thing is about kind of going with the momentum. So I know I've just said try to avoid context switching but sometimes you get in the flow with something and if that's happening don't stop because we have to just take it where we can get it right now. If you feel particularly enthusiastic about a task then do that. Don't put it off because this other thing would be make more sense for your business to do right now. Yes there are things that can't be shifted and of course you don't want to be playing around with deadlines too much But if you're feeling like your energy and motivation is a bit low in general and one thing feels more doable than the rest, then do that. Give yourself a pat on the back. Go with the flow. So sometimes I think maybe I should spend more time talking about my health copywriting business on LinkedIn. But I'm enjoying doing the podcast. So here I am going with the flow. It's not nothing. okay? it's that compassion piece again. And the next thing is about unplugging taking some time off social media, taking some time away from your desk if you can, which is hard because I know a lot of people are working at the um, the same desk that they might be having dinner at and you know, all of that, it's hard. If you can, unplug, get outside, try to relax. Try yoga with Adrienne. I know she has a new 30 day challenge. Try something creative. So I've been doing a lot of knitting recently and if you get my newsletter, you will have heard all about that. <laughs> So I'm not going to sit here and tell you to do more exercise and eat well and sleep more like we all know that these things make a difference to how you feel and your energy levels but it's not always that easy, it's not always realistic, especially if you've got kids running around like maybe yoga with Adrienne is just not an option and It's really annoying if someone says you can just fix your stress and anxiety with a salad or whatever. So I'm not going to say that. I will just say, you know these things and just do your best. Do what feels good and what works for you. And the final thing is talking to other freelancers. We have such an amazing community and everybody is here to help you and support you. Whatever your issue is, whatever your challenge is, you're not alone. We're all going through similar things right now. So something that I've been trying to do is have more calls with freelancers and people I've met online, go for walks with people who live locally when we're allowed to, of course. So if you need a chat, please reach out. You can reach out to me. I am here. Find me on social media. Come and say hi. We can have a call. We can have a chat. Uh, reach out to other people in the community. People are here to listen and join you for a virtual cup of tea and just kind of have a rant about whatever's on your mind. I have been getting a lot of DMs following previous episodes and I, I love helping, so please do give me a shout if you want to chat about anything. So that's us for today, a slightly different vibe to previously, but I hope you found it helpful. Maybe some of those strategies or tactics could help you. As always, please share it with a friend if you think they'd find it useful and um, leave me a review, subscribe, all that usual stuff. Thank you, bye. You've been listening to 15 Minute Freelancer with me, Louise Shanahan, freelance health copywriter and content marketer at thecopyprescription.com. If you enjoyed this, please hit subscribe, leave a review or share it with a freelance friend. And if you've got a freelancing question you want answered on the podcast, find me and say hi on Twitter, LinkedIn or Instagram. Thanks, and until next time, happy freelancing!